friends. Hello everyone, this is me, Philip Peruski, and today I'm going to interview Mr. Darzinski. So, welcome Mr. Darzinski. Thank you for coming in to do this podcast with us today. Hello, and thank you for having me. It's already been a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I was wondering if you, if we can ask a couple of questions from you. Absolutely, anything you want to ask me. Okay, for starters, where do you work? I work at Lincoln Town. That is uh, my own little retail neighborhood store here in uh, Lincoln Park on the uh, north side of town at 1582 Fort Street. And um, I started it uh, a little over three years ago. And my, my goal was to, um, to create a truly distinct neighborhood store with collectibles and household items and toys and comics and um, really make it part of actual neighborhood retail shopping kind of back the way when I was when I was young and that really I wanted to be part of revitalizing the business district that's um that's near my house so that's why I um that's why I chose that area and that's why I started in Lincoln Town. Okay so um another question is what do you like to do for fun? Um what do I like to do for fun? Well I work seven days a week so um <laughs> I, uh, uh, my time my time is pretty limited but I um, I enjoy going out for karaoke, and I'm, I'm sure the, um, the people at the bar um, enjoy when I'm not there. I like, to, um, I like to hang out and see movies with my friends. I enjoy listening to music. I enjoy watching uh, C-SPAN and the History Channel and um, anything sci-fi that I can find on the uh, Fire Stick. I, en- I enjoy designing um, commercial buildings and, um, and residential buildings. I do a lot of, I do a lot of doodling with, um, with new types of structures and and dwellings and like that. I was wondering if many people accept your structures. I really haven't showed them to anybody besides my girlfriend. Um, yeah, it's just uh, something that I do on, on graph paper for fun. So every every now and then I'll talk to people about what I'm working on, but it's just something I do to relax. Okay, so moving on. Um, do you have any pets? Um, no. Um, um, actually, on the back deck, because where, where I live off of Chandler, uh, we get we get some cats, so um, but they're not my pets. Uh, I used to have a lot of dogs um, back um, back about 15 years ago, but no, I do not have any pets. Okay, so have you been on the podcast before? If yes, how's that experience? Uh, no, it's my first time, but I'm I'm loving every minute of it. I guess that's a yes for this. Wait a minute, it is a yes for this. We see you own a business called Lincoln Town. Can you tell us about that and how long have you been open? What inspired you to open the business? I bet we've told you, I bet you told us that it was open already, but you don't mind explaining it again, do you? I certainly would, I would be happy to, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go a little deeper. About um, 13 years ago now, I, uh, I used to work in international trade as a, as a trade analyst for a lot of decades. And um, it's, just, it's just office work. There's, there's nothing really rewarding or exciting about it. Um, except that it pays the bills. And I've started other small businesses over the years that never really panned out. I knew around 2009 that I, I wanted to um, have a business in, in, a, in an actual business district. I wasn't sure exactly what. I wasn't even sure if it would be Lincoln Park. So the idea of having my own, my own actual storefront, my own business, I've had that for about 13 years. And, and Lincoln Town, the, the store I have right now, the combination of collectibles, toys, household items, vintage items, consignments, and, um, and kids' toys and, and everything. 
that's something that I wanted to really bring back. Back when I was young, we used to have stores called Five and Dimes, neighborhood stores. Um, they were called general stores. You could get practically anything and, and all kinds of different things, it's, you know, stores that had stuff squirreled away in little hidden corners and like that. And so that's a real, that's a real part of what, um, of what it was like to grow up in the 60s and 70s and in this area. And where, where I lived in Wyandotte, we had several stores like that. And, and Lincoln Park used to have several five and dimes as well. So I really wanted that type of neighborhood shopping to come back because nowadays, look, it's very convenient. We all, we all buy online. I do too. And we all buy off of Amazon and eBay. And, but I really wanted to have something that was authentic and a store that, that, that people could come into and that a grandmother could, could spend $20 on and, and get a lot of little stuff for five grandkids. That was my goal back then. And that's, that's my goal now. I mean, I'm, I, I can't blame you. I like the old way too. Like look at going to stores, except for buying them online. You can do either or, but I like getting, but it's good to get out of the house and do it because a lot of people stay on the internet, which, which I do too, but I'm like one of those people that go on the internet and go outside. Yeah, I wanted people to actually, you know, come in and touch stuff and I, and I understand that you guys are into comic books and I, I, um, I really, I have a pretty good comic section and I, um, and being a comic book lover myself, I wanted to make sure I had comics and I wanted a store where little kids could come in and, and really go crazy and wild, which they do. It's been quite a challenge, um, opening up my store just three weeks before the pandemic it that was um that was an interesting continues to be an interesting <laughs> an interesting experience running a store during a pandemic you know it's it's coming together nicely and uh and um and i never regret the decision that i i made 13 years ago to start working on it well that's that's uh, that's neat I, I hope your job succeeds thank you you're welcome and that's all the questions i have now so i have to pass on to the next student, Aiden. So I'll see you guys next time on the podcast. So okay. thank this you. is Phil Peruski over now. Lights, camera, action. Hi, my name is Aiden here. And I'm going to read number seven. We learned that you were on the Lincoln Park City Council. How did you like that? And what did you learn from that experience well the thing that i like most about it is that i'm a nuts and bolts person um, very detail oriented and hands-on and i know that all sounds cliche but it's it's all very true i got on city council because there was very specific things that i wanted to do and there was very specific um economic revitalization plans that i wanted to push forward and i knew exactly how i wanted to go about it and i knew exactly what would benefit the city so that's that's why I did it. And being a public official is very hard. It, it is a sacrifice, to be quite honest, since we're all adults here. You have to be really, really honest with yourself and your family members about, about the level of commitment that you want to give it. Because once you're in, especially in a small city where you're not making a lot of money and you have to work a full-time job besides that, so you got to be very, very, very dedicated and very focused on trying to work with people, all kinds of different people. But at the end of the day, you, you've got to know that, that, that it's going to be worth it and that if you're truly a, a decent person, that you're going to make some changes and that it's going to, ben it's going to benefit the city. So, so that's, that's the, what I like most about it. How did you get involved with the city council? 
So it, it um, well, I've been, I've been politically involved for, for, for many decades, ever since I was a teenager, and I've, I've worked with a lot of different groups. I've worked independently. I've worked with, um, with and around um, the major parties, um, trying to, to push them to, uh, to, to look towards um, independent ideas and, and independent thought. So in 2011, um, me, a friend of mine, we were, go- we were going out for the evening to karaoke, <laughs> believe it or not, and we were talking about the, uh, the people who were running in our, in our local cities and everything. And I looked, up, I looked up on the website the next day, and I saw that it was you know, very simple to run for public office in, in Lincoln Park, that you only needed a certain number of signatures. And so I decided, you know what, I've done a lot of work nationally, and I, and I did a lot of work in international stuff. I thought, you know, maybe I'll take a step back from that all now and, and, and run for mayor, and that's what I did in 2011. Our then mayor, uh, Patricia Krause, um, God rest her soul, she convinced me to run again for city council in 2013. Um, which I which I did, and I, and I lost by three votes. So um, you know, just a reminder to everybody out there, you know, voting really does matter. And when you lose by three votes, take it from the guy who's telling you that. So, but then um, a spot opened up. I was appointed to fill her unexpired um, term, and then I ran again and won won re-election in 2016, and then I um, I served until 2018, and then I also um, ran again for mayor in 2020, but did not win. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, listeners, welcome back. I'm here with Mr. Darzinski. Welcome to our Lincoln Park podcast. Hello. I'm going to start with two questions, and I'll be back for more. The first question is, what did you learn about running for mayor, and will you run again? Um, the first time I learned that running for mayor, if um, you walk the entire city, you can lose 17 pounds. So, so that was very, very good. The second time I learned that um, it's harder to campaign during a pandemic. I learned that, that if you've got a set of a lot of detailed plans and ideas, it's very to uh, to get that out there in a, in a massive way and and hoping that um everybody's going to really absorb it and and um and, and take note of of details and plans. So to be quite honest, that's that's what I learned that that's very, very hard to do and it and it takes a lot of effort. And no, I will not be running for um, mayor again. Oh, and the second question is, what do you hope in the city council for, or mayor, your office for the city of Lincoln Park? What do I hope? Well, it's it's very simple. I would um I would like to see starting now with the, with the remaining five months, and um and then with the uh, new administration that's going to come in in 2022. I would like to see them embrace a truly big picture framework of an economic revitalization plan and to put all the proper processes in place to do that and to have a a city council, a mayor, and a DDA, and an EDC, and um, department heads that all work together as, and a city manager that all works together as one team, along with residents that will volunteer and business owners like myself that will volunteer and to then just start working the details um, through a process of a citywide, a community-wide economic revitalization plan. That's, that is exactly and precisely what I would like to see. And I know for a fact, because I've seen it around, happen in other cities um, that have the same demographics and the same challenges as Lincoln Park, I know, that, I know that it will revitalize the entire city. So that is exactly, precisely what I would like to see. Well, and thanks for sharing. 
Well, thank you. Now I like to pass on to Hussein. All right. It's time to sign off. Oh, Hussein. What changes do you want to see in community? The changes that I want to see in this community? Well, I've got a list of um, very specific things I'd like to see changed in Lincoln Park. Um, I'd like to see a whole new group of um, residents step forward and um, volunteer to be on all the boards and commissions that need new members. I'd like to see a lot more people come out to all of the city events that we have, um, especially the farmer's market and the comic book show that we're going to have in June at the high school. Um, I hope that uh, thousands of people come out for the parade. I'd like to see more people come out to the concerts at the band show. All, all the events in the city, I'd like to see a whole new group of people come out. There's actually quite a bit that goes on in Lincoln Park um, between the small events, the medium events, and the big events. I'd like to see a lot more people volunteer for the uh, Lincoln Park Gardening Club. And all the volunteer groups and organizations in the city, I'd, I'd like to see a whole bunch of new volunteers. So. There's about 25,000 adults in the city of 40,000. So I would certainly think that we could get um, 1% or 2% to really jump in and, and be part of a whole new group of people that come forward to, to volunteer for the city and get involved with the, the, the DDA and the EDC and, and start attending um, all the council meetings on a regular basis. And I know how easy it is for all of us to just kind of go on Facebook and, and be unhappy and complain about the problems. But... Um, Maybe we can all kind of lift each other up and, and, and take a deep breath together and just all move forward and, and get past all that and, and really work on everything that we can do positive. What I'd really like to see in the community is everybody, every if, if everyone could maybe think of one or two hours a month that they could give, or if you could help out with one thing a year, one big thing a year, if we had several hundred people get involved, it would, it would change the entire city culture. What do you do in the community to help people? What do I do in the community to help people? Um, I've worked for um, more than sev several years now, actually since 2015, to um, help the uh, food pantry at, um, at Blessed Hope Christian Church. Whenever I, whenever I can, I try to make sure that I, um, that I donate to, to, the, um, to, their, to their double match program. Um, I, I actually do quite a bit in the community that I don't talk about. I'm, I'm I'm pretty reserved about talking about volunteering and um, and the work I do there. I've uh, I've been a volunteer with the uh, Center for Economic and Social Justice out of Virginia for 11 years now, and we're specifically working on an, on an Economic Democracy Act plan to help with poverty. So um, in a it's a very big thing, um, but um, Lincoln Park has 20% poverty rate, so we're working on a very specific plan that would help directly impact poverty in cities like Lincoln Park and Detroit and and um, and all the other cities in Wayne County. So um, that's a very, very important work I do, and that's all volunteer time I put on, in on that. I make a lot of donations through my stores to the groups and organizations that need to put together raffle baskets and prizes, and I'm, I'm happy to do that. Whenever I can, I, um, I, donate, I donate money directly to groups. I'm also working with, um, to try to get, um, there's banking groups out there in America. Because of my economic background, I, I know specifically who these people are, and I'm trying to get um, their awareness and make presentations to them so that they can um, work on the kind of things that I can help them with to, um, to help cities like Lincoln Park and cities like Lincoln Park. So it's a little bit different kind of volunteer work that I do. 
Um, it's it's not the normal stuff, but I but I do it. I'm always willing to help out a church or a nonprofit organization. All you got to do is ask me. Sometimes you don't even have to do that. I I see I see a need out there, and I I usually just quietly go ahead and take care of it. And um, and probably 90% of the volunteer work I've done in my life, I've never really talked about to to anybody. I just kind of do it quietly, and I, I prefer to do it that way. Thank you. Thank you, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. My question number 13 is, can you tell us about the concert event? Yes, let's talk about Rockpalooza. About 10, 12 years ago, I wanted to um, to bring um, a real, all, all authentic, outside, kind of brother loves travel and salvation show, Christian revival, like the Neil Diamond song. I really wanted to bring something like that to the, uh, to the band shell at Memorial Park. And then I realized that what I really wanted to do is, was... Um, was put together a, a group of, of of very specific events, musical events in the Down River area. I wanted I wanted to do a revival, um, a rock concert, an R and B and jazz festival, and a um, and a country festival. So, it it took a lot of years before I finally before I finally got to the point where I could actually get this get this stream off the ground. So, but um, Rock Palooza was is um, is the first one, and I want to do all these. Um, events at venues in the Downriver area because I really I really think it's important to brand Downriver as as this area where there's there's, there's trendy and cool stuff going on. I, I think sometimes the idea of, of Downriver is that it's just a bunch of street fairs and, and, and church festivals and those are all very nice and I wanted to make sure I was one of the business owners that would promote events that were family oriented and good place for people to go on dates and just good family fun. So Rockpalooza is the first one, and uh, that's going to be June 18th at the uh, Yak Arena in Wyandotte, and that's at 3131 3rd Street. I made it as cheap as possible. Uh, $10 wristband gets you in all day long for four bands, and um, once you have the wristband, you can come and go as you please. I wanted to make sure that I teamed up with uh, nonprofit organizations to help run it, like the Mixter Institute, and then the American Legion Post um, 217 in Wyandotte, and the Michigan Leadership Group, which is a bona fide grassroots organization. I wanted to uh, team up with them to, to help run the event, and then I could um, make donations back to each MPO for their involvement to turn it into long-term relationships, not to just do it once, but to, to do this, that we all work in the community together, nonprofit organizations and, and business owners like myself to, uh, to bring events like this forward. So I want this to be a, a, a tremendous success. At any time, um, you can come to my, to my store, Lincoln Town, at 1582 Fort Street and get advanced tickets. Advanced tickets is the best way to go because once you have your wristband, you just show your wristband at the door and and um, and you're all set. So um, advanced tickets are on sale and come by come by um, anytime during store hours. We're going to have food. Still working on um, concert t-shirts. And we are. I'm working on getting um, music and memorabilia vendors that will be selling there. We're going to have a Kiss costume concert, since our headlining band is Detroit Rock City, okay. which is a Kiss tribute band. And so we're going to have a Kiss costume concert. So if you think you've got a, could put together a Kiss costume that can, that can, um, that can go, can go to distance. Um, put your costume together, and we'll, we'll have a professional costume, a, a an actual professional costume designer who used to work in New York City for for decades and she lives right here in Lincoln Park and she's going to be part of one of my judges so make sure your costume is authentic and ready to go because this lady is a true 
true lifelong professional in costume design within the film and TV industry. Uh, we're about five weeks out, still looking to get a few more sponsors on board that want to contact me. Any any sponsor out there that wants to help, we're, we're happy to have you. Today, the commercial um, the commercial ads that I bought on WCSX are starting. So, And the easiest thing to do is just go to Google or go to Facebook and type in Rock Palooza, P-A-L-O-O-Z-A. Type in Rock Palooza, and one of the events will pop up. And just um, go to the website, look at everything. The, uh, the bands are going to be great. We have uh, UC3, that's acoustic, acoustic trio, and they are um, they're uh, they're out of Sterling Heights, and they do um, pop and rock from the 70s through today. Um, a fabulous female singer. We have a 90s grunge band. I want to make sure that I um, I encompassed all the different um, areas of rock and roll. So um, the Book of Melancholia, which is headed by Ru- um, Rudy uh, Rudolph Mitchell who is a uh, Lincoln Park resident, and this is his um, own 90s cover grunge band. And I've heard him play several times over the years. We want uh, we want to definitely make sure that we come out, and first act starts at noon. Rudy's band, The Book of Melancholia, starts at 2.30, so we would definitely want to have a strong support from the grunge crowd, um, come out and um, and support and support that band and show up and see them. I have hired a professional DJ. Um, to announce the bands and to play uh, what they call bumper music in between the um, the bands, so we'll have we'll have rock music being played between the bands. Um, Polly Kenzie, um, a longtime DJ and karaoke hostess in the area, good friend of mine. She does uh, karaoke uh, several nights a week in the area. Then at five o'clock we have Mess with Emily, which is a professional band headed by um, Jim Kenzie, um, brother of Polly Kenzie. And they're out of Northern Ohio. They have a big following, and they are a 70s and 80s cover band. They are they are very professional. And then at 8 o'clock, um, the headliner, Detroit Rock City, they are worth the $10 admission alone. The, I've seen them before at the Moose Lodge. They are spot on. You, you think you'll be watching KISS. They, they are so good that they were part of um, a national KISS cover band concert that, that Gene Simmons hosted in, in, um, in okay. Las Vegas. And he said that they were one of the finest KISS cover bands he ever saw. So they have the smoke, the lasers, the costumes, everything. So it's going to, it's going to be a lot of fun. So $10, come and get those advanced tickets now. And the more advanced tickets we sell, um, the, better, the better it is and the easier it is for everybody. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. June 18th. The next question is, what made you want to put on this concert? Yeah, like I said, um, it's um, really was a long-term project. About 12 years ago, I, I knew that I wanted to be an events promoter and, and bring these type of very specific type of events to uh, to the Down River area. So, so Rockpalooza will be the first one, and um, then after this goes well, I will um, I'll start working on a, on a blues and jazz festival and then a um, uh, country band festival and then i will uh, work on a, uh, on a on a revival and the revival i would i would really like to do that at the band shell in um at at the um, at memorial park it's 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 absolutely the perfect venue for that and now that we've upgraded the uh, the band shell it would be perfect so it's very important to me that i do that one specifically at the band shell my last bonus question is why do loud noise cause hearing loss why do loud noises cause hearing loss? Um, I think it has. Well, I'm not a doctor. I think it has to do with the way it damages the, uh, the uh, the the inner ears, the inner eardrums, right? I think okay. that's most of it. Yeah. Kind of like earthquake uh, damaged buildings and stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a pretty good analogy as to how the um, 
how the inner ear gets some damage. Thank for explanation. Thank you very much. I got a joke for you. Yeah. Before I go. What do you call a skeleton who won't go to party? Because he has nobody to go with. <laughs> <laughs> this is that I'm signing off. Uh, Have funny. a great day. Thank you. <laughs> hey listeners, I'm back. And I have some first questions. And I want to show him something. First question is... Who are you hoping to see at the big concert event that make you feel proud putting on such a great show for the community? Well, I, I hope I, I hope I see a lot of families and I and I really hope that a lot of residents from Lincoln Park come in and um and support the event. Um, the more people that come out, then the better the show is going to be. Um, I want all the bands to know that all all their types, all their specific types of music. Are um, are very popular in the in the Down River area, and I, I want I would like to see all the bands you know have a have 2,000 people in the audience for them to perform to, to and obviously the more ticket proceeds that we have then the better that is for the MPOs um, involved and the more proceeds there are then the easier it'll be for me to um to book um to book venues for future events so um, we want it we want it to be as as well attended as possible because that's the way I can keep on promoting events and make it as good as possible for a truly unique downriver um, experience. Thanks for sharing. I want to show you some of these comic books. I saw that. You got some comics here. Well, you, you come to the guy, yeah. I have a question. Haven't you seen this movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Uh, bring, bring that a little closer for me to see. Okay. Um, no, I have not. I have not seen this movie, but I've I've, I've heard about it, and it looks very good. I'll make sure I'll be ready for it. I haven't seen the Batman movie played by Robert Pattinson. I have. Night Watch with Batman, Robin, and Batgirl with the animated series style Batmobile. Have you seen the Spider-Man movie called? No way home. Yes, I have, and it was, um, in my opinion, it was probably the best of the Spider-Man movies, and that's and I've seen and I've seen all of them. I'm a, I'm a real sci-fi geek, and I I cried at certain parts. It was really it was beautifully written, the way they com- the way they combined all the um the three Spider-Mans together, and um, being a writer myself, I I really appreciated that the screenwriters sat down and took time to put a really thoughtful. Um, um, script together, so it's 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 a wonderful movie. I have watched this Superman show, Superman and Lois, and I have watched Superman Returns on Netflix. And I have seen Superman and Lois on the CW channel. Yeah, I'm a big Superman fan myself. Myself, and um, I I used to watch the original show um, back in the day with um, George Reeves and. Uh, and I've seen almost all the Superman. All, well, I've seen all the Superman movies many times. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a huge fan of Superman. And I got this for Christmas last year. Oh, can you bring that a little closer so I can see that? Okay. Oh yeah, Black Widow. I've seen her, <laughs> and yep. some of the Marvel movies, including my favorite, Civil War. Yeah, fab- fabulous movie. Because it has Black Panther, Ant Man. And the best part is Spider-Man, played by Tom Holland. 
Yeah, it, it's a it's a really it's a really good movie, and um, it's 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 great to see a, a 16 year old or 15 16 year old um, you know Peter Parker Tom Holland uh, in, involved in that storyline. It it's it's a great movie, and Black Widow is truly one of the, the best um, Avengers out there. I have watched some of the parts in that movie. So on to the last questions before I passed on to Maddie, aka Magnificent Maddie. Yeah. Do you have a funny story to share with us? A funny story. Well, my entire life seems to be a funny story. So, um, <laughs> um, a funny story. I was at the grocery store the other day. I'm actually legally blind, so I'm, so I'm quite a bit nearsighted. And uh, I was putting together I, um, um, a spaghetti a spaghetti dinner event in Wyandotte. There was like 20, this is during the pandemics, or the, the bad part of the pandemic, there was like 25 boxes of exactly the noodles that I wanted. I went, oh my God, great. This is exactly what I wanted. I don't have to go to two other stores. So I, I, gra- I grabbed them all. And that was only done after I put like 25, 30 of them in my cart that I realized that there was a sign that said limit four. <laughs> so, 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 uh, so people, uh, make sure you clean your glasses before you go out to, to the grocery store. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> my, my entire, my entire life revolves around funny stories like that. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the last of the two questions, what are your plans for this summer? Okay, so my plans for the summer are, of course, the rock concert. I also have um, some political work I'm doing with the U.S. Taxpayers Party. I don't know how much of that I can really talk about in a podcast. I, I wouldn't want to presume to talk too much about that. Um, well, um, you know, I run my store seven days a week, so, you know, I'll be at my store. And hopefully we can get away to my, my girlfriend's family has um, has a home up, up in the lower peninsula, the upper part of the lower peninsula, so hopefully we get up there once. There'll be a few good movies coming out. There's always a few karaoke nights. So, and uh, I guess the rest of the time we spend doing yard work. So, that's about it for the summer. And thanks for sharing. Thank you. Now, I'd like to pass on to Maddie, a.k.a. Magnificent Maddie. All right. Let's have a place sign off. Hi, I'm Magnificent Maddie. And today I'll be talking with Mr. Darzinski. So, Mr. Darzinski. Have you ever heard about our program? Did you know that we learn about job skills by working in the community? Would your business be interested in pairing up with our school? I, as a business owner in this town, I would, I am happy to do anything I can to um to, to, to help the Mixter Institute. And any way I can help you guys with your, your events and your store, I'm I'm more than happy to um to oblige, and yes I've um, I've been aware of the Mixter Institute program for um for many years and it's an endlessly bountiful program and um, yeah. and I'm glad I'm glad that Lincoln Park is the city that that has the um that has the actual facility where where this where this program takes place so yeah I've um I've I am too anything that this institute needs that I can help as a business owner I'm 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 100% here for you guys. Our next question is, we are doing this podcast because we are looking for a job when we graduate or in the summertime. What advice do you have for us as we enter the work world? Uh, as a business owner, 
always always be exactly who you are don't try don't try to sell yourself as as something that you're not just just go out there with as much confidence and with as much uh, thoughtfulness and honesty as you possibly can and when you're in an interview you just look the manager or the owner directly in the eye and you let them know that I am exactly what your business needs to su- succeed and 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 always and uh, just go in, go into those interviews with as much positive strength and honesty and, and braveness that you possibly can and let that business owner or that manager know that the only reason they woke up in the morning was to give you a job because it's going to benefit them and that's what you want to tell them yeah thank you thank you did you know that we also have a resale store here at Mixter? Yes, I do. That is open to the public. Yes, and I would encourage everybody within the sound of my voice that can drive to the uh, Mixter Institute here on electric at, um, at Merrill and support the store and, and, and buy their stuff as much as possible. This is um, it's a, it's a wonderful store. And it's a it's a one it's it's a wonderful community service that's being provided right here in Lincoln Park. Yes, I would have to agree. You should take mm-hmm. a look before you leave. I will. I will. Have a great day. Thank this you. This is Magnificent Maddie and Mr. Darcy signing off.